everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. How are you doing? Good? Are you in a good mood? Are you ready to learn? I hope you are, because um, here, as usual, it is me, it is Lewis again, and I'm on my own. I'm by myself. Of course I am, because we are still in quarantine, and we are still on lockdown, and we cannot leave our houses. In fact, this morning I actually went to the supermarket, so I have left my house, but it was to go to the supermarket to stock up on lots of different food and other things that I need, like toothpaste, cleaning products, uh, deodorant, and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm at home, I'm not doing too much with my time, but the thing I'm trying to do is that I'm trying to think of how we can learn a lesson from this experience. How can we come out of this quite depressing moment in time having learned something and having produced something and being better people after all of this has blown over? After all of this situation has passed and it'll just be a bad memory. Because right now, the year 2020, oh, it's not, it's not got off to a good start. It has not started very well. So the purpose of this podcast is to tell you about a few different things that I have written down and I have been thinking about because, well, we have so much time and that time allows us to reflect on what's going on and to, lead, to be a little bit philosophical, let's say. So... I would like you to learn a lesson from this time, but also you can learn a lesson whilst learning English. So it's a win-win situation. You are killing two birds with one stone. That being said, are you ready? Shall we kick off the episode? All right, let's go. So number one, first of all, the most important thing with all of this, in my opinion, as far as I can see it, is that public health is so, so, so important. It is a must. It is something vital that we should hold on to and protect for as long as possible. Because there are countries and provinces and areas around the world that don't have universal public health. The United States, for example. And if we look towards the United States in this moment of crisis with the virus, well, a lot of people are quite reluctant to get checked out. They're quite reluctant to go to the doctors to do the virus test. Because, well, why? Why? Why would this happen? Because they have to spend so much money. For them, it's not free. They have to pay a lot of money and... Just to be healthy, they could become poor. So that is the first reflection that I've been thinking, that public health is so, so, so important. And we are privileged in a way that even if we get sick, well, at least it's not going to uh, make us bankrupt at the same time. And in fact, I don't want to be too political, but I thought I'd recommend a short video which um, which I saw yesterday when I was scrolling up and down on Facebook, as I have been doing a lot in the last few days. 
and it was by the president of El Salvador in Central America. His name is Naib Bukele. And it was great. He was really passionate and he was telling us about how he's already taking some unprecedented measures to combat the virus. And if some people are going to become a little bit poorer, these rich people, the 1% of the society are going to become 10% or 20% poorer, well, it's not the end of the world. At least that will give the rest of the society some food to live on and some beds in case they get sick and some ventilators if they have some breathing problems. But my first point is just the importance of public health. Now, how about we move on to the second point? Yeah, of course, let's go. The second point is that I absolutely love football. I'm obsessed with football and my favourite team is Leeds United. And this season, Leeds United have been doing really well. And we are currently first. We are currently currently top of the league. So it looked like we were finally going to get promoted and we were finally going to uh, go up to the Premier League after 16 years of being in the third and second division. So naturally, I'm a little bit disappointed that we, we don't know what's going to happen and there is no football. But the point is that football has become irrelevant. Suddenly, people have stopped caring about it. Of course, there are some people that are a little bit depressed that they don't have football to watch, but it's not a big deal. It's not important with what is happening at the moment. And there are heroes in society that are making huge sacrifices, putting their lives at risk, all the time and they're at the front line of this war against the the virus. And these are our health workers, our doctors, our nurses, the cleaners who work in hospitals too, that it just makes us think that footballers earn so much money, they are so rich, and all they do is kick a ball around a field. Listen, I love football. And I understand that they could be rich, of course, but is it really necessary for them to earn so much money while doctors, nurses, health workers are relatively poor and are not earning enough money for the work they're doing and the impact they have on society? So I hope all of this situation will help to maybe find a little bit more equality in society and allow footballers to earn less money and doctors, nurses, to earn more money. Because in times like these, football is irrelevant. Moving on, moving on to the third point I would like to reflect on. And this point is a little bit negative because people are being very, very selfish. Of course, this is a a massive generalization. I'm sure all of the people who are listening to this podcast aren't being selfish at all, not even a little bit. But this is particularly aimed more towards the UK and to England, because I'm constantly seeing posts and images and videos of how people are stockpiling and hoarding food and 
bog roll and toilet roll, toilet paper. Then later, you'll see a photo of an old man or an old woman, the vulnerable people in society that don't have anything left. They don't have any food to take from the supermarket. They don't have any toilet paper. Again, why people are buying so much toilet paper is a mystery to me. But at least maybe it's not happening quite as much in Spain because we have uh, bidets. So you can, well, I won't explain it, but but yeah, it's it's strange because a lot of people are being so, so selfish and they only think about themselves. They're not thinking about the bigger picture and the vulnerable people in society. So when people are complaining about refugees wanting to come to Europe and they're willing to risk their lives and cross the Mediterranean Sea with a young family just because they want to escape danger. Well, a lot of people criticize them for doing that. But this just goes to show how desperate people can become when they are faced with a situation of danger and threat. Pronunciation there, threat. So, next time people criticize refugees fleeing war and escaping conflict, well, remember that we fought, we had a fight over toilet paper. It's crazy, unbelievable, right? Isn't it unbelievable? And that brings me to my next point, number four. And it is all about stereotyping and uh, discrimination. We can learn not to stereotype people and discriminate people. For example, at the beginning, when this outbreak began, Chinese and Italians complained of racism and abuse because people looked at them and they thought that they were going to spread the virus and they were going to infect them. Well, now the virus is spreading throughout the world and we're all the same. It doesn't make a difference if you're Chinese or Italian. We could all get infected, as depressing as it might sound. So, one of these important things to bear in mind and to remember, and it's one of the things that my mum always used to tell me, is that you should treat others how you want to be treated. And don't discriminate them. Don't stereotype them. All right. I hope you're learning a lot and I hope you're you're thinking. How about we uh, have a look at a couple more things and we've got about four minutes left to do this. So number five is about a big issue. A big issue that we've been speaking about for a long time, but now the coronavirus makes us think about it even more, perhaps, or at least after the coronavirus has passed, we'll probably consider it in more detail. And this is pollution. Pollution in general. Right now we can see Venice, that it's full of dolphins and swans and fish and crystal clear sea, that all of the canals are clean. Why is this happening? Because people have stopped. It shows the impact of humans on society. Another example of this is in China and the north of Italy too. After the lockdown, after the quarantine, we saw that the smog disappeared 
and air pollution was at its lowest rate for the last 20, 30, 40 years. So this pandemic is really serious and we have to all do our bit to stay at home. But this is, hopefully, I imagine it's going to be a short-term problem. However, if we think about pollution, global warming and climate change, this isn't going to go away. It isn't going to blow over in the future. It's just going to get worse. So let's see if we can learn a lesson and try to be a bit more environmentally friendly in the future to prevent the next big crisis, the next big disaster, which is bound to be global warming. It will definitely be climate change. So last but not least, finally, the last point I would like to discuss is freedom. <laughs> freedom. God, how I miss freedom. How I miss being able to go outside for a run, for a walk, to go out for a meal, to go to the cinema, even just to be outside in the sun and be able to hug people, shake their hands and kiss them. And I think we have taken this freedom for granted for a very long time. And only now that we are stuck in our houses do we realise how important it is to to be able to do what we want and go outside, be in the fresh air and breathe that fresh air. So I think this is the moment to take a, take a breather and realise how important it is for us to have our freedom and to be able to do what we want when we want, of course, to a certain extent. We can't do absolutely anything we want. But the bottom line is that we should learn something important from this crisis. And we shouldn't take these things for granted. We should cherish them. We should love them. We should value them and appreciate them. So, when all of this situation is back to normal and we can go out, I'm sure it will be the biggest celebration everywhere. We're going to spend so much money on beer and food and everything. And just think, whilst you might all be a little bit depressed at home, just think about how good it's going to feel when we are set free again. So on that note, I would like to finish. Thank you very much for paying attention and listening to me on my own, going on and on and on. For the next podcast, it might be a conversation. Who knows? It'll be a surprise. It might be a conversation between Mickey and I or the other teachers. But I guess that depends on the lockdown and the quarantine. Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to check us out on social media and I hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye! <laughs>